Welcome back to Just Talking. It is December 16th. It's been a little bit. We're talking about hoarding today. We'll get into Christmas. Katie's sick. Hi. Hi. She's Sorry. tired too, I, I guess. Whoops. We're mostly going to talk about hoarding. Let's dive in. Let's talk about it. Anything and everything. Let's discuss this calmly and rationally. Come on in here. Let's talk about it. Wait, wait, wait. Let's discuss this. Uh, upon the request of one of our many many fans, we asked you guys to uh, send in some ideas for episodes, and we got some good responses and some good feedback. But um, we went with our uh, biggest fan, Tracy's idea of hoarding as a topic. So let's yeah. dive in. Hoarding? No, let's not talk about hoarding yet. How are you? Katie's been sick all day. I know, but I wanted to introduce the topic. Oh, you wanted to do that? That was your... At the very beginning of the episode? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Katie has been sick all day. She's just out of bed for the first time. Just to record this, just for you guys. Yeah, I really just want to get back in bed right now. How many sleep sessions did you have today? <laughs> I think three. I didn't sleep at all last night, but then I took NyQuil during the day today just so I could catch up and try and sleep this off. Your amount of sleep cycles for the day is the same amount as my podcast. This is the third podcast I'm recording today. Yeah, and each cycle is probably about the same amount of time, too. And I saw a movie, and I recorded the family Christmas letter. So I've just been recording and editing all day. And watching movies. I didn't watch Oh, I watched one movie. You just said you watched a movie. I saw The Disaster Artist. But Christmas letter, for those that don't know... My family moved every year. Not every year, but my family moved a lot. And our first move was from New Jersey to Australia. And all their close friends knew. But there's a lot of people that know you, but don't, you know, keep up with your every day. And my parents had to be like, well, how do we tell these people? So they wrote a letter and sent it out to everyone on their mailing list, I guess, since this was before the internet. That's bizarre to have to track down all those addresses. And said like, hey, uh, we moved, blah, blah, blah. And then it just kept going every year. And when I was 14 and we lived in Southbury, my dad was going to stop. I think my mom actually wrote the first one. Then my dad wrote a couple. And they were going to stop writing it. So I was a freshman in high school. And I am not one to let traditions die. Ever. So I said, I will write it. And that was when I was 14. 28 now. So... 14 years. 14 years is my 14th year writing the Christmas letter. And the early ones are all like nice and corny and no meanness. But I would always write my first draft. would always be really mean. And I would make fun of my siblings or relatives and just say stuff nasty. And then we would correct it and send out a version that was PC and good. And I think like three years ago, my mom said... Screw it. Let's just start sending out the funny version. And a, a lot of older people that, you know, know us but don't really know us probably were, were like, what the hell is this? <laughs> this must be some kind of a joke. The first version's my favorite. So, yeah. I mean, I'll, I'll have... I made last year, I made a YouTube video. It's basically just Jimmy roasting mild, moderately. Mm-hmm. Very mildly roasting your family. Yeah, but I don't think like to your family. It used to be 
they would always say, you can't say that, you can't say that. In the last couple of years, I don't think I've gotten any retractions, which means I'm not being mean enough. Oh, yeah. I don't know. I don't think you need to be meaner. <laughs> that's what you're getting at. No, you, you never think I need to be mean. anyone should ever be mean. Well, I guess that's a good thing to think. But this is Katie's second appearance in the Christmas letter. Do you feel special? Super special. You mentioned that I'm a school teacher, which is not true. But we'll roll with it. She works at a school. Should, should I and she just lie to your, kids. When I see your family, I'm like, I didn't know you were a school teacher, Katie. What grade do you teach? Should I just go with them and be like, oh, I teach kindergarten. Yeah. At a um, well, school for a... deaf. School for deaf children. Well, I mean. I sign. That would be a big lie. You teach <laughs> I know. I can't lie. So it would just turn into like a really big story. Completely made up. You teach fifth graders. I started teaching in Africa right out of college. Whoa. You didn't go. You didn't go to college. See all lies. <laughs> it would just spin into this web of, of fantasy. All right, maybe I'll nix you from the Christmas letter. Maybe you don't. You shouldn't be in there anymore. No one will ask you any questions. <laughs> that sounds good. I have. There's like some Christmas letter admirers. There's a couple. I can't remember their name, but my mom would would tell me. And I think I beat them at weddings every now and then. And they always just, we love your letter. There's Christmas letter fans out there. I also change my Facebook picture every single Christmas to a really good picture of me. Oh, God, I hate this picture. And. Oh, no. Is it up already? Yeah, I just did it today. Oh, no. And I love the comments. It's a picture of me where I look really good in a Santa hat. Nice tan. And I just got a comment. Look at the two comments. I look forward to this pick every year. A tradition unlike any other. I'm going on. The first time I ever posted this as was 2008. So going on nine years. If you uh, want to see that, go, go to my Facebook. It's my profile picture right now. What's wrong with your teeth? I don't know. Nothing? What do you mean? This is bad. They can't see the picture. We're just talking about it. Okay, You've so had something in your teeth or you're missing a tooth or something. You're just being rude. No, what's wrong with your... Are you just trying to act like it's a really bad picture because the listeners can't see it? <laughs> shut up, Jimmy. Okay, they're not... It's not. Shut up. Everyone knows the picture. All right. I'm not lying. Okay, it's what, a really what, bad picture. What else about Christmas? We've done Christmas shopping. I, I got my so. Christmas shopping done super early. Jimmy had... Two people. I won't say That's anything. not true. I also had you. Also got my parents. Yeah. But also we got we Reef got your... and Kawa. Yeah, but those are all like combined gifts. Those are gifts that you and I did together. Yeah, so I got them done. Because of who? You. <laughs> I got yours done. <laughs> we leave on the 21st Thursday. to go to New Jersey. Yeah. Super exciting. I'm so excited. Going to be nice and cold in New Jersey. Actually, <clears throat> who knows? Sometimes it's not that cold. Today was the first day I woke up and looked at the calendar and it was like, okay, next week is Christmas. And I was like, we're so close. Once we get there, it's, I'm really excited. Yeah, I'm excited. Katie used to hate Christmas. Do you want to tell them how much of a bah humbug you used to be? Yeah, I used to be um, the modern embodiment of the Grinch. I hated Christmas didn't want to celebrate it and then I met Jimmy and celebrated with his family and it was that moment at the end of the Grinch Who Stole Christmas where his heart grew 10 times bigger that happened to me I had a revelation and I love Christmas now 
It's just the way my mom does Christmas. She goes all out. Yeah. I think we talked about this last time when we were talking about Thanksgiving or whatever. I don't know. We haven't done this in a while. We need to commit ourselves to keep doing Just Talking because I like doing it. Yeah. Uh, we just need more people to send in more topics and shit. Like right. Tracy sent in hoarding today. <sighs> which at first I was like, hoarding. That's kind of already like, it's kind of already gone mainstream. There's so many shows about hoarding. Why can't hoarders. we talk about it? We, we just because something's gone mainstream doesn't mean we can't talk about it. That's what the show's called, Just Talking. We can talk about whatever we want. Very true. I like finding like niche things that a lot of people don't know about because I feel... But you're right. You're right. We should... Whatever interests us, we talk about. It doesn't matter if people know about it. If other people have already talked about it, we should just do it. Hoarding, I just did a lot of reading on it and I found some good stuff actually. Two things. I have two, two tidbits I'm going to bring. What do you, do you want to go first? Do you want me to go first? What did you learn about hoarding? Um, well, to be honest with you, I didn't finish that article. I have it on my phone right now. You're just going to read it in front of my, you're supposed to no, read I, the information, process I, it. No, I got, I got the general gist of it. Um, basically what I understand from the article, from what I read of the article is that Hoarding stems from or is associated with um, obsessive compulsive disorder in that people with obsessive compulsive disorder develop the habit of, not all people, but in this case, so hoarders develop the hoarding habit from being obsessive compulsive in that they don't want to, they just can't bring themselves to get rid of anything because they constantly worry that they might need it. Or that not having it in their home would, yeah, I don't know. I don't know how to explain it. Which to me it seems really counterintuitive because I like I feel like people with OCD are generally very clean and want everything. Everything has a place. Yeah, but see the thing about OCD is the colloquial term OCD. Like, oh, I'm have OCD. Like, did I tell you about a client? There was a client, okay, mm-hmm. and she wanted us to do her event. And she kept saying to my coworker, oh, you just, you know, I just want to let you know I have OCD. So like I need everything perfect. I have OCD. She said it so many times that he finally turned to her and he said, excuse me, ma'am, I don't mean to be rude, but are you clinically diagnosed? Do you have obsessive compulsion disorder or, or do you just want things to be perfect? And she said, oh, no, no, I'm not, I'm not diagnosed. I just, I just am a perfectionist. He's like, okay, well, that's two very different things. And it's so crazy because OCD is something that people cling to. Yeah. Like as like, oh, I'm just OCD. So you can't just throw that around. No. You can't just be like, oh, yeah, I'm just depressed. I don't know. No. But but I'm saying OCD, like we think of it as like doing something three times or ever, being so clean. And that's not really what it is. It's I think of it in, the, in terms of the actual name, obsessive compulsive. They just obsess over things without having the ability to turn that off. And a lot of, I I mean, I think a lot of the cases do mean that they, you know, everything has to be a certain way. Yeah. Okay. I, I, that makes sense. I think of like, like, I think a lot of people that use it the wrong way, just the general idea cleanliness. Yeah. The general idea is like people, people associate it with perfectionism or just being clean. 
Yeah, when like there's something like you have to like touch the light. Or being switch, anal like, retentive. Yeah, yeah. It's it's more than just being clean or perfect. It's like not being able to turn off that part of your brain that says this. Ha- this has to be this way. Yeah, like I have to turn around four times before I yeah. keep walking. Anyway, I don't see the connection between OCD and hoarding at all. But that, but you're saying that that's what it yeah. is. Yeah. So, um, Psychology Today, very very. Um, good magazine um (laughs) we actually have a subscription to it so we get it mailed to our house but i got this online um definition hoarding is a uh, disorder characterized by an ongoing resistance to discarding unnecessary items like junk mail old newspapers materials that most people would consider to be garbage People with hoarding disorder also hold on to personal possessions that are no longer needed, either because they feel personally attached to the items or because they believe they will need them in the future. The accumulation of clutter and lack of order and cleanliness can cause health and safety risks. Uh, I'm trying to find where it said that it was associated with. The cause of hoarding disorder has yet to be found, although there are known risk factors. People who have experienced a traumatic event have difficulty making decisions, or have a family member who hoards are at risk of developing disorder. The majority of people with hoarding disorder also suffer from some type of depression, depressive or anxiety disorder. Some also have obsessive compulsive disorder. So so I made a mistake. I generalized. Oh, okay. So some all, Yeah. Okay. So I was looking up the history of hoarding, and it's like <clears throat> talked about in the olden days, but not really. And hoarding being a mental disorder is like really new. Mm -hmm. But I looked up social studies because, you know, I've minored in sociology, so I'm pretty dang smart. (laughs) Um, And this was interesting. They did a survey of people that were hoarders, right? Mm -hmm. And they came down to there's three factors that lead to people being hoarders. Want to guess any of them? Like picture a hoarder in your head. What do they look like? Mm, probably wearing a house coat and What's slippers okay. all the time. So they don't leave their house. They don't leave their house. Okay, so, so they don't have a job. They don't have a job. They're probably on disability. Whoop, ding, 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 ding. Yeah. Okay. Um, I imagine some element of agoraphobia too involved. What's that mean? They're afraid to leave your house. Um, well, the fear of leaving your house. I don't know. They'd... Shut-ins. Yeah. Well, physically, how do you picture them? Older. Um, I don't know why. They're mostly fat, obese. Oh, okay. So the two main players, three main players, they get money from the government, either for health disability or actual disability reasons. They're obese. Wait, health disability like isn't me- an actual? Like mental health or physical health. Okay. <laughs> so they, they, they don't have jobs. They get money from the government, subsidies or whatever. They are obese, Mm -hmm. and they live in a place without active landlords. Okay. That those are the three main factors to someone becoming a hoarder, because if someone lives in a place with active landlords, you know what I realized? What this ties in perfectly with um, last week's episode of Shameless. Yeah, the lady who died. Yeah. Yeah, we can talk about that too. But continue. Sorry. Well, those are the three things. (laughs) Okay. So, which make me question. If it's those things make it much more seem like a product of its environment than a mental disorder, like hoarders. I mean, like it's it it seems it leans much more nature than nurture to me. 
I don't think so because there are other people that can live in those same circumstances. There are more people that can live in those circumstances and not collect junk to the point of not being able to walk around in their own house. That's a good point. That's a good point. That's just like saying that all people who have been abused in their childhood become murderers or abusers. It's just not true. No, so but, not, but there is a link. There is, yes, there is a link, yes. So there is a link between... There's a commonality, but... but so both have to come but I think play. I think it has to... I think there has to be an element of disorder already that they're, that, that they're predisposed to. Because, and I mean, it's just... Yeah. And, okay, continue. <laughs> uh, no, that's fine. I can understand it. It's, it's not always 100%, but if you grow up in a house... With parents and then you move to an apartment or you live in like the military or go somewhere where they actively check on your livelihood or home, like you Mm -hmm. won't become a hoarder. But when you're left by yourself and they could want to be left by themselves, I don't know. Well, they might always, that doesn't mean that they didn't always have that anxiety, anxiety or that urge to hang on to things. They just didn't have the ability to do it because there's someone controlling them. Yeah, true. So when you're given the control, then your mind takes over. Your mind has control too, and you're able to live out your life however your brain sees fit. But when you have other people controlling your environment and your and your lifestyle, then your brain doesn't have that ability to just be itself. Have you ever been in a house of hoarders or My grandmother's a hoarder. No, she's not. She keeps stuff. She's not a hoarder. You want me to pull up pictures of hoarders? I mean, it's not an extreme case like that, but like if you ever cleaned out her, you, I mean, you, you can't say, no, you can't, she is. You have hoarding you seen her? Hoarding is keeping, but like hoarding is keeping garbage, like newspapers and recite like water bottles. Your has art and books and stuff like that. Actually hoarding, there's a whole other section for when you just keep books and bibliophobia or something like that. Hmm. Um, yeah, I guess she doesn't, I don't know. I, she, that seems like according to me. I'm the complete opposite. I obsess over having as little as possible. Bibliomania. Like, I don't have any value for anything. So if I could get rid of it and clear up some space in my living space, then so be it. I'm fine with it. I'd rather get rid of things than hang on to them. I just need a floor clean. That's what's clean for me. But like, I like my bookshelves full of stuff. Yeah. That's funny, though, because when I first met you, your floor was, like, covered in yeah, stuff. But, yeah, but, I, yeah, but I, <laughs> that's because I don't need to be clean 100% of the time. I know, but... But if you were asking me, like, hey, is your room clean? Like, no, it's not. In all, your space, your side of the bed, the floor is not clean. Jimmy, what are you even saying? But that's not clean. <laughs> I'm, I said to, to a clean room, to me, means there's nothing on the floor. I didn't say I must need that all the oh. time. That's just what I... I thought... No, you said I like a clean floor. Okay, anyways. If I clean up, it's clean floor. <laughs> On my side of the bed is where I just throw all my sweatpants <laughs> and sweatshirts. Because Katie's not allowed... There. Katie's not allowed over there. So she can't find... So she doesn't see the messiness. So when I clean the room, I just throw I, mean, it over I there. see it. I know it's there. It's not like... It's invisible to me, but... But I have a pair of sweatpants I sleep I in. It, I let it fly. I let it go. I have a pair of sweatpants I sleep in, so I just take them, or I wear at night, and I take them off on the side of the bed, 
in the morning and at night, and they're on the ground. That's perfect. And <laughs> that's Katie, not all that. I hid. I hid Katie's presents over there, and she went over there and found them. <coughs> I didn't. I wasn't going there to look for presents. I was going there to tidy up the floor, and give you give you a chance to start over. <laughs> yeah, don't tidy up my messy floor. It's just sweatpants. Anyway, it's just if I don't go over there, it, like every so often I go over there and try and tidy it up a little bit, and I, then just to give you a chance to like reclutter it. But if I don't do that, then it just piles and piles and piles, it and it turns, crazy. turns into this big monster that has feet and arms and it talks sometimes. You're nuts. This is Katie. Clean me. <laughs> the most that is ever, the most that is ever over there is a blanket, a sweatshirt, and sweatpants. Sweatpants, socks, sweatshirts, t-shirts, your backpack, your pillow, books, blankets. I found a lot of stuff down there before. No, that's not true. Gum wrappers. Back to to disabilities and people. (laughs) I think this is very applicable. (laughs) That's rude. Mom, Mom, she just said I had disabilities. (laughs) Why do you got to bring your mom into this? I used to deliver to a complex in New Britain, Connecticut, not the best town when I was in college, and it was full of like limbless people. <laughs> Katie's laughing at the limbless right now. She doesn't want to be. She doesn't want to be, but she's she's laughing so hard. Just at people that are born or have lost limbs. Katie's cracking why up. Why are right they now. all? Why did they form a congregation in this one complex? Because like, there was like a government paid complex oh. with people that and they got government so i'm just picturing walking in there and seeing people like never mind i would deliver to them and a lot of them were missing limbs or yeah it was mostly physically disabilities but some of their apartment places were like kind of hoarding it was like can you blame a guy with one leg for not wanting to clean up after himself all the time yeah i think you can i can't no i can't no no i'm saying (laughs) (laughs) that's what i'm saying i think that's a little different though that's just like if I lost a limb, I'd probably just give up. I'd be like, oh, fuck. I, don't, I wow. lost my arm. I don't care about my cleaning my house Jeff. anymore. Who's Jeff? Jeff's the guy that lost his leg in the Boston Marathon bombing. And oh, yeah. He was a real poor sport about it. Are you kidding me? That was the weirdest movie I've ever watched. I didn't like that movie. Either. I did not like it. That was not inspiring at all. <laughs> was what like, was that movie called? Really disappointing. Uh, boss, uh, no, strong. Boston Strong? No, it's just Strong. Strong? The, the thing, the motto that they would say to him is Boston Strong. They would yeah, go around with signs. Mind. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Are you ready for the, my, the, the fun part of this hoarding thing? The Collier brothers? Ready? The Collier brothers were two brothers that lived in a, a Harlem brownstone in the early 1900s. Okay? Mm-hmm. They were born of English parents. Dad was a gynecologist. They got divorced. They stayed with the mom. The mom died. The brothers had the building. The younger brother lost his eyesight. They became recluses. Recluses? Recluse. They became recluses. They never left the house. It was like three stories. And they just kept everything. It was crazy. Like, it was... There was a lot of stuff. Okay. Let me find. So the neighborhood thought they were crazy. They could see all the hoarding and stuff. They could see all the stuff and piled in the windows, windows. And there was rumors. It was like there's crazy brothers lived there. Like, so they would throw rocks at the windows. So then they had to barb. They stacked stuff inside the house to block the windows. 
And then they would bar the windows up. What a weird mentality. Like, these people are living such a strange life and cluttering up their home. You know what we should do? Throw rocks at their windows and fuck yeah. with them. Yeah, that's the 19 <laughs> aughts for you. Well, I'm, I wouldn't be surprised if something like that happened today. Yeah. Just Homer and Langley are the two brothers. Homer's blind. Langley's taking care of them. Then Lane. there was rumors spread that they were they had a fortune in there. So burglars would try to cut them in. So they so they stacked stuff to the ceiling and made like hallways and tunnels with trap doors and booby traps all over. Wouldn't let anyone in. And he would own the older brother that still could see would go out at night and get just walk at night to get like food and stuff. And they lived in there for years and he would do some interviews and stuff. People constantly were bothering them. One time they broke in to because he hadn't paid the mortgage and he had walled right behind the front door completely walled it all the way up so you couldn't even get past and then he just handed a check for the mortgage which was like equivalent i don't know it was a lot of money the collier brothers if you want to google pictures they're crazy anyway so they got a call one day and was like hey there's a dead body it smells terrible so they go looking in there and they can't even get into the first floor because the first floor is completely full of stuff. When the when Langley or whatever his name is, um, when he, Homer? La, yeah La, no Langley he Homer was the blind one. When Langley would blind Homer yeah 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 when Langley would walk old blinded Homer. <laughs> when Langley would walk around the streets, he would just pick up like if people put trash on the curb, he would just pick it all up. He was, and take it home? Yeah, take it home. Okay, that's another level. That's not even your own trash. There's, I mean... He was like, do like projects on them or something like that. He thought they were interesting. It's, it's crazy. I mean, so, I've heard of people using art or trash to make art, but that's like... Ooh. That looks like a good half-eaten bagel. I should bring that home and do some work <laughs> on it. Uh, Put it in that booby trap. So, <laughs> so the cops... Came in, they had to get a ladder to the second floor, and they were able to, like, get through some debris up there. And they searched, and they found Homer dead. Gray hair down to his shoulders, in his nightgown, head touching his knees. He had starved to death. And Langley was nowhere to be found. So they thought maybe he anonymously called in and then fled because he knew his brother died. They they did a nine-state manhunt to find him. People said they thought they saw him on the train. This is like 1940, something like that. Well, Crazy. So, so they died in 1947. Yeah, so, the, so 1947. So they thought they maybe like fled on a train. Crazy. It's crazy. 1947, someone just like, I think I saw him. <laughs> Everyone wore the same exact outfits. Anyway, a month later, they found his body 10 feet from where his brother Well, you know was. how they would have found him. Oh, yeah, that strange fellow who likes to pick up trash and <laughs> half-eaten food. Oh, yeah, I saw him. <laughs> it's enticing. He takes the like... 930 train. <laughs> I saw him carrying a tricycle. <laughs> <laughs> it was the strangest thing. <laughs> uh, no, so what happened was he was crawling to go feed his brother, Homer, and he was crawling under one of the tunnels he made and nicked uh, one of the booby traps and debris fell on top of him and crushed his body and he died. And then his brother died because he couldn't get the food. Oh, that's really sad. Took them a month to find his body because it was completely under a wall of debris. Mm. And that's like the first known case of hoarders. 
All I can think of is how long did it take them to clean out that apartment? They just threw things out the window <clears> onto <throat> the street and 2,000 people watched in astonishment of how much shit was coming out of this house, like a clown car. <laughs> There's, there was another, a lot of other cases of like compulsive hoarding in history, but that was definitely the coolest one. Cool. And they were rich. They weren't fat, but they didn't have jobs. So they hit one of the three hmm. that are common for hoarders today. Yeah, that's weird. I used to deliver to a man called Mr. Bertrand in Newtown, Connecticut, who had slipped on ice when he was in his 50s maybe and hit his head and brain damage and he was like it completely changed his life and he wasn't a hoarder but he was kind of a crazy guy and it was kind of scary he would talk to me for 20 minutes if i went inside jimmy why would you go inside their homes i was i was his only asking to get murdered he couldn't walk oh well that's here, have a glass of orange juice, kiddo. He wasn't it's got cyanide in it. He wasn't from Britain. Or what? Britain. He wasn't from the 1920s. I don't know what accent you just did. <laughs> I don't know either. Sometimes but... he'd be peeing when I came in, and he's come in, and then you're talking to the fucking weatherman. It's fucking says it's gonna fucking rain tomorrow. It's not raining. And he'd give me a nice tip. He hated the weatherman. He watched wrestling, the weather, and he talked about cars. Wait, but if he hated the weatherman, why did he watch the weather? Yeah. That's like why people listen to Howard Stern when they hate him. You just love to listen to what they hate. Someone listens to this and they hate your fucking cuts. Ooh, I sure hope not. <laughs> anyway, I don't know why I'm talking about Mr. Bertrand. Yeah, that was kind of he, random. He, he had fits nothing the, to do with he it. He fits the bill for a hoarder, but he wasn't a hoarder. Oh. Maybe he should. Maybe he is now. I haven't seen him in four years. Maybe he'll give you a call after this. Decent tipper. He would buy cars and then sell them. <clears throat> Never like go in them because he couldn't leave his apartment. But he would just call up the place, buy them. They would park it out front and then he would sell it. For more money? He'd make a profit off of that? I don't really know the end game. Maybe he was just breaking even and having <laughs> fun. That's <laughs> <laughs> All right. Let's move on to, uh, what do we call it? Indulgences. indulgences. Before you disperse. Seen any good movies lately? I would uh, beg your indulgence for a moment. Uh. It's been two weeks, so we may have some some fun stuff. You go first, but no spoilers, because I know what you're about to say. My indulgence is I just finished Godless. I watched the first episode, and it took me maybe a week to go back to watching the rest of it. But then I ended up watching the last six episodes consecutively, and I thought it was really good. Um, I can't spoil anything, but it's very familiar. It's Western. An old what? Well, it's not old Western, but I, the genre is Western. I, I don't know how to describe it without giving anything away, so I won't describe it, but I'll say well, it is really say, good. Well, you say, like, it's about this town. It's about a town, a mining town um, in New Mexico, and all the women in the town lost their husbands because they were all miners in the mine. Um, they all died in the mine one, one day. So this town has a reputation of being really unlucky. So it's all women in the town except for the exception of the like barkeep and the sheriff, the people who didn't who weren't minors. And this guy shows up in the first you find this out in the first episode. So this is not a spoiler, but it's the, in the trailer as well. Okay, so a guy shows up and at one of the townspeople's ranch. Uh, she lives on the outskirts of the town, but it's her ranch. He he shows up, she shoots him, then brings him back. Hit uh, yeah. 
I don't want to go to. Yeah, I'm on the second episode. That's why I can't have you spoil anything. Well, you can't really describe it without giving too much detail, and I don't feel like describing anything right now. It's a really good show. The only complaint I had about it was that when they did their flashbacks, really cheesy. Really cheesy. They did this really awful filter, and it was just too. Would gratuitous be the right word for that? Like for no reason, just yeah. self-serving. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. it was just yeah, it was. But um, the rest of it was really good, really depressing. <laughs> okay, just, what a Outlander season three ended. It yeah. was not. Not on, Jimmy's favorite. Not on the same level as Outlander season one or season two. No, I th- yeah, I think they're straying too far. At least what it seems like from the interview that you know at the end of the episode they do the interviews with the director and then Diana, mm-hmm. um, the author, and it sounds to me like they did too much. Um, they strayed too far away from the books. I just think the, <clears throat> the main storyline kind of ended, and this was an entire season of filler storyline. Yeah, it seemed. Yeah. Shameless is going on. Didn't seem like it had a point, really. No point at all to Outlander Season 3. No. Shameless is going on, and I like some storylines. I don't. If you listen to Shameless, Ian's storyline sucks so bad that it makes me mad, and then it takes me a little bit to not get mad about it. I think, yeah, I think they're really just pushing a politically charged, like, they're, they talk about at-risk youth. Trans. Trans people. I mean, they're just kind of trying to touch base on all the current topics. I don't mind that. I just, it just... No, I like it, but I, I just, some of it feels really forced. Like, some of it feels like, okay, no, like, this isn't a storyline. This is just you as a writer trying to... It's terrible. That, Shameless is good, and all this, a lot of storylines are good, but Ian's storyline's bad. I just don't like... Yeah, I don't think it's a bad storyline. I like it. I think it ties in well with what Fiona's doing. I don't like his boyfriend just because... Trevor is... Trevor. Honest. He's, he's just annoying, yeah. He's self-righteous dick. I, I honestly don't remember... I just have no attachment to him or to their relationship. Yeah. Like, sure. I really miss... Which is, it's kind of fucked up, Mickey. but... Mickey. Mickey, yeah. Like, he's a terrible person, but... He's a flushed out character. Yeah. He's a nice arc. All right. Anything else? Music? You been listening to any music? Nope. Just Actually, podcasts? I've been listening to Christmas music. Christmas classics all the time with my kids. The kids I take care of. Oh, yeah. Let's, in the after school. Let's, I'll play it and, I'll make, and we do freeze we'll, dance. We'll do a Bing Crosby song at the very end of the episode. Mm-hmm. But music. I had one song. I think I already showed it to you, but... This came on and I really liked it. And then I was surprised it's Jack Johnson. Oh, you did play it for me. Harmonica. <laughs> Is this how you're aspiring to sound? Does this sound like Jack Johnson here? It's hard to find. No, it's very different from it. It's like the music he did before was like so ukulele and ukulele. Ukulele. Until it gets dark. And this is a little more like I'm on a railroad. Far, yeah. But it's still his voice. If you his voice hasn't changed, and the melody hasn't changed. The keys is the same kind of. Bench, helps to build up the suspense. 
Well, I like that song. Something. Yeah, I like it. It sounds a lot like Jeffrey Martin, who we played like four weeks in a row, I feel like. Uh, I think so. Mm. All right, anything else? Um, what are we going to talk about next week? We're going to do a show from Connecticut. We're going to do a show from New Jersey. Should we just, should, should we have? Uh, Let's do a, a family panel. And just have your whole family sit around, and we'll pick a topic, and everyone has to like chime in. <laughs> it's tough to share the mic. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. We'll figure something out. I got to bring my recording stuff because Yankees podcast doesn't doesn't stop in the off season. Whenever they break news, we got to have a podcast, and sometimes there's signings around Christmas. So I will have my stuff in New Jersey. So maybe we'll figure out something to talk about. Send in topics. And that's all. Anything that's it. Say? Uh, that's all, folks. <laughs> That's all, folks. <laughs> Name that cartoon. Uh, um, 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 it's the Porky the Pig. Yep. It's the Looney Tunes sign out. I said Porky the Pig. Yeah. That's all, folks. All right. Thanks for listening, guys. Hoarding. Pretty interesting. Pretty weird. Pretty terrible. Don't ever become a hoarder. I think I'm an anti-hoarder. I hoarded in my car for a week because I was at work. For a week? Two weeks, maybe. No, you've consistently been hoarding no, it's stuff. Ba- no, it's been bad because I had a Tupperware. Can you I- be a hoarder of one specific household item? like uh, Spoons. Spoon hoarder or... Yeah, yeah books. is Bibli books. Okay. There's a name for Kelsey, it. I just went... She took, me to, to, she took me in her car today to go get food. And I looked around and she had maybe half of our um, mugs. Half the car. mugs that we own in her car. Well, I had I had Tupperware, so I had two I had two or three things of Tupperware, and from work they collected at work, and then I was going to bring them all home one day, and then I never brought them in the house because I knew if I walked in the house with your dad home or you home, it would have been like, oh yeah, I was stealing all the Tupperware, like oh, oh something. I just didn't want to be like, yeah, sorry, I stole all the Tupperware, so I just left them in my car for two weeks and then you know my parents listen to this now yeah well that's fine but then and then i waited for a time <laughs> so now they know that you stole all the tupperware i didn't steal it i used it and then i didn't want to be shamed for my mistake and not bringing it back on time so i waited until a time when i walked in when no one was around and then Babe, i went and I cleaned it all and put it away yes you would shame you for yes, you that would. yes you would why are you making me out to be such a bad guy i wouldn't you, shame you, you for ma- that you made them think i had a pile of trash on the, <laughs> oh, si- pile of trash on the side of my bed and it's just clothes i take off before i go to sleep <laughs> <laughs> all right that's all thanks for listening try <laughs> try your hardest do your best We're, here's a, a christmas song bye Wait, I need I need a catchphrase. The are you done recording? No, say your catchphrase. Oh, I don't have one. I need to think of one. Okay. And, uh, wait, wait. Be be your kindest. Be aggressive. Be and, e aggressive. And, and throw away your trash. I don't know. Be your kindest and throw away your trash. All right. That's <laughs> and we're out. <laughs> Strategy, to be honest, is try your hardest, do your best. Try your hardest, do your best. Try your hardest, do your best. Try your hardest. I'm dreaming of a white Christmas, just like the ones I used to know, where the trees.
listen and children listen to hear bells in the snow